All right, you ready? Yeah, come on. Now, don't get on here and start lying. Lying? Who lying? We're going to stick to the script. Marriage, Marriage no, no cap. cap. Or just, let's just talk about boundaries in general, and then we can go in about, bound, about. online boundaries. Okay. So, like, like you were saying, like the conversation that we just started, it's like having boundaries in your relationship. Like, what are you looking for? Like, where's right. the baseline? Right. Like, where's the entry level? And then where do you position yourself as you build your, your goals? Because you can't, just like I was telling you earlier this morning, you can't manage twos and threes if you're a one. You can only manage zeros. Right. And over time, um, you were more mature than me. And you did things in our relationship before like before I leveled up before I got to the point where I am now you did certain things in our relationship out of necessity I was I was a one and let's say at the time you was a six and that you managed me right you know what I mean but it's not called in that way where you're not supposed to manage me is I'm supposed to be the head not necessarily manager but I'm supposed to be the leader and give direction to you and, and flow it down to everything. It shouldn't be vice versa. Right. And we have to create boundaries in those ways to, for understanding and for development and for purpose. So it's like you, in a relationship, you have to set those boundaries and say, I am here and you can't lower your standard to lower your expectations to meet somebody else where they are. You can coach them. You can train them. You can give them vision to those people, but you're not supposed to to level yourself down, right? That's to why fit I, in that relationship. That's why I hate when people say, "Oh, you know, he he got to be healed when he comes to me," or I can't do X, Y, and Z if if they're like da 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 da. If they are absolutely perfect, whatever they come to you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How are you supposed to grow together, man? And that's the thing that bothers me because that's so prominent right now in social media is. You know, the dating world is so filthy and the dating world is so horrible and people have these lists of what they want their spouses and, and all of that stuff to be. Don't lower your standards, of course, but you mm-hmm. can't you can't ask for someone to come to you completely healed. No, when no man is going to come to you completely ready. No, they might have they might have a good job. They might have money in the bank. They might dress well. They might do all these things that you want, but they're not going to be that person that you set them up to be and understanding that level coming into the relationship. Right. What you write down on paper is not what you're going to get in front of you. They have, there's a level of understanding to say, okay, this person might check off, you know, eight of the 10 boxes of my top 10 list, but they don't check off 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. And those things you have to grow together in a relationship. And that's fun because you can kind of customize those things to each other to say, we grew together and we got closer because of this stuff. If he comes to you completely perfect, everything that's on your list and everything that you wrote down, and this is exactly what I want my man to do and da, 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 and all this other stuff. There's no point in you even been with somebody because you already have the completion of that person. Right. Like, I, I get that that person is supposed to be that person is supposed to be stable in their singleness whenever they come to you. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to be completed by God, but they're not going to come to you 100 percent healed. They're not going to come to you, you know, being able to read your mind and being able to know your every thoughts and all your needs and all of this other stuff. And why would you want that in the first place? Because it's if, all about building something together. Exactly. And it's you can have separate and single things and whatever else. And that's fine. But in a relationship, in marriage especially, 
you want to build those things and it creates legacy. Yes. It creates a lasting effect that will be here 50 years from now. Right. And because that's what it is. Like you're supposed to build a family or a community around, you know, what did, what did grandpa, what did, what did mamaw leave to us? You know, what they, what they, what did we inherit from them? Right. Not by only their last name and, and not only like where they live and starting a family. Like, did they set you up for success as in like, Hey, I have an example of my mom doing hair and now she passed that trait on to me. Now I can do hair and I can do this and whatever skills and whatever assets and things like building legacy is something that you build together with your family. Right. I couldn't agree more. And I think that doing so in a relationship definitely starts with boundaries Mm -hmm. and there's just some boundaries (laughs) that you should have Mm -hmm. um, after you get a certain age. Yes. Like after you get a certain age, there's just some boundaries you shouldn't cross. There's just some things that you shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with age shouldn't come wisdom, but it comes experience and responsibility. Right. Where at, at age 16, you you have unlimited opportunities to just go to school and, and cut up and act up because that's what you're around other 16 year olds. Right. But when you're 25, it's a different type of discussion because not everybody goes to college. So you're around different people when you're in your early 20s. When you're in your early 30s and when you're going touching 40, it's like you're around different people. Or you should be around different people. You should be like hanging out with people who are like-minded people. If you desire to be married, you don't need to be hanging out with single people. If you have the desire to want to be a, a senior executive at your job, then you don't need to be hanging out with the janitor. I'm not saying don't have janitor friends. I'm just saying that you need to have somebody in your circle that is like-minded that can push you to keep going. What is the janitor going to tell you about your next step? They can't, they can't give you any advice. Mm -hmm. They can't help push you and, and, you know, try to help you to get to the next level because they only know where they're at. So it's, it's totally fine for you to have friends of different ranges. That's not what I'm saying, but I'm saying like your close circle should be those people who help push you to get to the next level. It always reminds me of that time where we hear about, you know, it's okay to to go to movies and to do things in this earthly world. But what do you, if you spend two hours at that movies, you better spend six hours in your word following after that. Mm -hmm. And it's okay to, to go out and go to a restaurant and do certain things in this world because we're of this world. Like, you know, it's entertainment for us to be on Instagram. It's entertainment for us to watch YouTube videos. It's entertainment to go to the movies and watch a television show that we like. But I love snowfall. Yeah. But it's not going to be consuming my life to shape any decisions that I make outside of that TV show. Exactly. You understand that it's a TV show because you do spend that that opposite time you do spend that time in your word you do spend that time with god you do spend that time with me you're not constantly hanging around drug dealers and right. <laughs> you know the it's, only time you see drugs is online but it's the same i thing. mean on it's, uh it's the same thing it's okay for you to 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 have friends in different spectrums of different ages of their life and and not ages but as far as like responsibility and and you know where they are in their life it's okay to, to have those friends i have those friends um but also, if it's the ones that I feel like I need on a daily basis, those aren't the friends I'm going to. I'm going to people that are like-minded, are in the space that either is like mine or above mine that I strive to be after. And I'm putting myself in those positions to I can learn from and I can develop for our relationship. Right. So it's so it's so easy to say, hey, I want to grow. I want to develop. I want to do this. 
but you have to be in the rooms. You have to be in close proximity and close connection with those people that can help you grow and help you develop. Right. And I just, I, again, with the boundaries things, I think that, I think that it's so important that we set boundaries in our relationships early on to say, Hey, like, I'm not comfortable with you doing X, Y, and Z. I'm not comfortable with you hanging out with X, Y, and Z, because I feel like that just sets the precedence for what is going to happen in the relationship from then on out. If you don't set those boundaries early on halfway through the relationship, you know what I mean? A few years down the road in that relationship, people are going to be like, well, I've done this, our entire relationship. You've never had an issue with it. Mm -hmm. And the example that comes to, mind is sharing stuff on social media Uh, the thing that comes to mind is social media and having social media boundaries and there's just some things that in my personal opinion I feel like there's some things that you just don't do when you're in a relationship with somebody and it's not necessarily like you know I don't do x y and z you know because I don't want him to think I'm doing blah 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 I don't like other men's pictures that are sexualized in a way that makes it seem as if I'm single out of respect for you, but also out of respect for self. It's respect is the ultimate boundary. Yes. What will you do to respect yourself and respect others that are around you? And cause I feel like if you can't respect your spouse, you can't respect yourself. That's, that's a good point. That's a very good point. Cause I, I feel, I do feel like when you talk about setting guardrails and boundaries, respect is that first one. Yes. Because it's like, you know, you always see on TV, like, what would you do to be compromised for money, for drugs, for sex? What what would you do? Right. Do you respect yourself enough to say no to those things and to keep yourself at that guardrail or boundary level to say, I'm never going to compromise myself or my spouse for it to even be that be that significant or that serious? And so I feel like the first one is like, do I respect myself enough? Do I respect my spouse enough to say no to self-soothing things or things that feel good or want to be feel good or things that look good, whatever else. Do I, do I respect myself enough to stay at this level? And I, I, I just feel like, I just honestly feel like after you are in a relationship or if you're serious about being in a relationship, there's just some things that you just don't do. Mm. And liking, you know, liking other people's pictures online or following other females or even sharing that stuff on your story. That is one of my biggest pet peeves is that I will see a guy that is married and there just should be some boundaries that don't need a description. Yeah. Some boundaries that you don't have to set because it's already there because you're old. (laughs) You know what I mean? You are, you are older. I feel like after you get a certain age, those boundaries should just automatically come into play unless you just are determined to be a single person for the rest of your life. And if you wouldn't allow the person that you're in a relationship with to share the same thing of the opposite sex, why would you do that? Right. And then also something else that bothers me is people sharing things that are not connected to their relationship. So if you, again, if you aspire to be in a relationship with someone, I just don't see the reason why you would get online and pretend like you're single, get online and share like you don't have someone else in your life. Mm -hmm. That has always been the most disrespectful thing that I have ever seen on, on Instagram or Facebook or TikTok Hmm. is people are sharing other people's stuff 
And it's like, how do you think that your spouse feels about that? Mm. How do you think that your significant other feels about that? Mm. The greatest like evolution of social media is being connected to other people that you normally wouldn't just walk and run into at the grocery store. Like right. you get to you get to see and experience people all across the world. And that's a great thing about social media. The the downside of that is is what people show you are often not the real true value of themselves. Mm. Like it's it's really fake or, or bolstered up performance of of a false sense of reality or just a wish list of things, but it's it really, it's hard to, to see that person and say, that's who I want to associate myself with because what they're showing you online is usually not real. Right. Um, and that's, and that's a, that's a tough thing to, to get across. And as we, we talk to like our nephews and nieces, like what you put on the internet is so true. And it's so like out there to say, you don't want to put yourself out there in a negative light. You always want to put yourself out there to be authentic in who you are because other when you get entangled into that world, like you never forget like what's true and actually what's false. Right. And it's like you definitely want to make a genuine true connection with that person, but you don't really know who you're associated with on, just with online. And people are often putting on masks when they go online. And it's like the, the ultimate catfish, like, People are faking it online and then it's detrimental to relationships because we have to take that mask off at some point and you get to see the actual person behind the mask. Right. And that person is not who they say they claim to be from what they post online or what they do online. And that's so hard for society and relationships and building strong, committed relationships because it's almost like you have to you have to always put a barrier of protection around yourself or around your social media stuff to make you feel like you are higher or something that you're not to attract people and not make that true connection with one another. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's, it's honestly one of the reasons why I find it such a struggle to find friends online. Um, you know, I have those Instagram friends, but it's hard to create friendships outside of Instagram because it's like, who, who is this person? Mm. They only show you what they want to show you online. Mm. And, you know, it's a double edged sword because it's kind of like you want, you want to be authentic online. And this is for me personally, I want to be as authentic as I can online, but I also don't want people to only get one piece of whatever it is that I am about. Mm. And so I will share that, you know, I had anxiety in a moment, but also on the opposite side of that, that's, I'm going to share more than that. I'm going to have to share more than that, but you may only see the anxiety part. So you start looking at me like the, the girl that has anxiety. And it's like, that's literally only one dot of my life. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, again, people only see a small portion of who you actually really are online. And it's so hard for me to make friends online because it's like, I don't know who these people actually really are. I don't know what their intentions are. And there's just been so many, there's just been so many horrible stories and so many bad experiences out there that it is, I I wouldn't make it in the dating world. I wouldn't make it in the (laughs) dating world. I, I, I feel like at this point I've gotten so accustomed that in our relationship, I'm so comfortable and so accustomed to a certain um, stature in our relationship that when I see people online and they're like, oh, you know, he did X, Y, and Z, but I'm going to forgive him or whatever else. And I tell you this all the time. I wouldn't make it. 
Yeah. I wouldn't make it. Like when we was getting off the plane, and it could be small things, but they're very significant to me because it's me personally. Right. And like we were getting off the plane, and the um, the guy was sitting in front of us. The girl ended up sitting a couple rolls back on the opposite side. Hmm. And so he's getting off the plane first. And instead of waiting on his girl or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Coordinating, waiting on her to come up to the front so that they could go together. Mm-hmm. Um, he grabs his back and he's like, you know where yours is? And she's like, it's beside of yours. And he said, oh, okay. And she said, I got it. He said, all right. And turned around and walked off. I wouldn't make it, honey. <laughs> I wouldn't make it because you have set such a, a high standard. You went above and beyond my standards to make sure that I'm constantly taken care of, not just mm-hmm. physically, but also mentally and emotionally. Well, it's, it's, it's about in our relationship. It's all about just having truthful conversations. Mm. You might not get it to say, Hey, like I understand it from a from a practical level, but at least we can we you've like we've said that in the last podcast, like we can create a, a space in our house where it's comfortable, where we can say anything in front of each other, and it's truthful. Like we can be vulnerable in front of each other, right. and we can say this is how you feel, this is how I feel, and we understand each other in a way where it's like, okay, you feel that when I say this, you feel this, or when I do this, you feel this. I might not make the connection with it physically as far as like feeling it but i can verbalize it when you say oh I, when i said this you felt that oh, okay well that's not you know necessarily how i meant to say it or how i meant you for to feel it but at least you can we're always relatable with each other we're always truthful so right. we're never like putting up a mask or putting up a a fake wall to say hey this is how i feel when i really don't feel that way or this is what i think when i really don't feel that way it's really being honest and truthful to say i'm gonna be vulnerable on a daily basis with you in this relationship because that's going to help us build something together. And I think that people feel like they can't be vulnerable in their relationships because the first time that you're vulnerable in your relationship is scary. It's mm, super it scary. Is. It is. But then once you actually start to do it, then you get to that first time that you're vulnerable with them and they kind of like crush your feelings or they crush you or whatever it was. Like they made you feel like what you were vulnerable about wasn't valid wasn't valid but that's but that's a good thing about why you should be comfortable in your singleness before you enter into a relationship and a marriage because you should be able confident in yourself to say hey i might not be over this or i might not be able to how to handle this as far but i'm self-aware of this is a trigger point for me right. i'm self-aware of like this is my feelings and you should work that out with god to say you don't have to be perfect when you enter into a relationship and into a marriage but at least you have a, a self-awareness to say Here's where I am. Here's my truth. <laughs> here's, <laughs> here's my truth. And, you know, this is this is a trigger for me. This is something where we can't go or th- I need help in this area. And <laughs> being asking for help is, is, is a sign of strength. Yeah, it is. Because it's, that's what God asks us to do. Right. God asks us to be weak and let him be strong. He asks us to ask for help and he will rescue us. We find shelter in him. And there's so much strength and vulnerability where you will say, okay, God, I won't do it. You do it. I yeah. trust you before I trust myself because I'm in this physically body and I have, you know, bodily, you know, either fears, anxieties, um, tiredness, you know, fatigue, 
I have whatever is going on with my body that I can't handle or I have emotions that I can't handle. Right. I need you to do it and take me out of it. I've only done it to a certain pit. And that's where God wants us. That's where we're the most strongest is we're saying, hey, I brought it up to I did my part as far as like get on my knees and pray. Or I did my part by telling you the desires of my heart. I did my part by being vulnerable and open, honest with my partner or whatever else. Like it's up to you for to take it to the next level. Right. It's up to you to finish it. And that's the most strength that you can show when you say, okay, I've done everything I need to do. I'm hands off. God, you do it and direct me and lead me by still waters. Right. And I think it's so important for you to have that in your relationship as well. Yep. Like you should have that that um, godly motivation in your relationship to say, let's have this conversation together. Let's Let's talk about what we're vulnerable about together based off of knowing what our weakness is, knowing that God is strong. Yep. If and that it's, makes and sense. it's, and it's really to the point where it's like, when you are at that point and at that level to say, you know, I'm, I can be vulnerable and all this other stuff. You can compliment each other mm-hmm. and you can look for people that compliment you as far as like, not only like a, a marriage relationship, but other friends yeah. and, and, and other relationships that you have is I look for people that's going to compliment me. I'm going to look for people that are strong in areas that I'm weak. I'm looking for people that's already been through some of the things that I've been through and can talk me through and help me. And I can right. see that on them. Right. And that only allows me to be a better person, but allows me to be a better husband, a, you know, a future father, an opportunity to do a lot of things that, that I feel like I haven't done in the past because I'm learning and I'm growing on a daily basis. You know, the best thing about you is you compliment me a lot is you know, when we have a situation, I look at a lot of things data driven analytically and you look at things, you know, the heart posture and feelings and motives and, and things that, that I don't even get to in my analysis. Right. And we're together. I feel like we make pretty good decisions when we have open, honest discussions. We talk about things and we say, hey, this is how I feel and this is how I think. And this is, you know, how we can move throughout this situation or whatever. And I feel like I look for anything outside of our relationship. I still look for people that. Iron sharp not, iron. Ne- not necessarily have your 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 feelings or, or your type of mindset or thinking, but I look for people that either, you know, my boundaries here, my levels here. I don't look for people above that bar right. to help me grow and develop because that's what I continue to need on a daily basis. If right. I if I look for people below that bar, they're going to have a different mindset that's gonna skew my results and thinking and it's probably gonna be in a negative way. Because as you, I, as I, you I, should in a friendship, as you should. That's exactly what you should be looking for in a friendship because iron sharpens iron. Correct. And that's exactly the type of friendships that we're looking for. Correct. Um, but I, I mean, I couldn't agree with you more. And I also think that like in our marriage and our relationship, us being vulnerable with each other has definitely drawn us closer together because who else are you vulnerable with outside of your marriage? Yep. Who else are you seeing those emotions and those um, those strong feelings outside of your marriage. Correct. Like you actually get to see inside of that person. Yep. You can follow us on Instagram at marriage, no cap for inspiration to hold you over to the next episode. Feel free to anonymously submit your questions because at the end of each episode, we'll pick one question to respond to letting you know what we do in that situation. Email us at marriage, no cap at gmail.com until next time guys. Peace easy. Oh my God. Turn the mic off.